the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to California Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities throughout the state of California. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of this great state and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed entrepreneurs, along with business and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. Welcome to California Business Connections. As a former chamber president and SBDC advisor, I personally help all small businesses, especially black and minority businesses. I help them start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. If you're interested in getting help for your business, contact the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and ask for me, Carl Davis Jr. Whether it's capital, the vital money you need for your business, or technical assistance that's help on operating and growing your business, send me an email with the subject line, radio show to Carl Davis Jr. at Comcast.net. That's Carl Davis Jr. C-A-R-L-D-A-V-I-S-J-R at Comcast.net. I promise to get you help. If I don't uh, get you help, I'm definitely going to get you going. (laughs) You know, uh, I'm excited. This is 2023 and, you know, the New Year's come and How many of you are still working on your New Year's resolutions and the promises that you made? Are you still working at it? You know, I want to encourage you because it isn't about failing or missing it. It's about getting back up and and getting on there and, and getting on it to be hopeful because you made those resolutions. You made those thoughts and declarations because you wanted what? You knew that would be better for you. And when I think of, you know, people being in business, remember, you know, you hear a lot of stuff on this channel, the people before me and after me, many of them talk about um, stocks, real estate and business and how to be successful in business. Uh, But I definitely want to share some of the things that help small and micro small businesses succeed. You know, I always tell people, do what you love to do. The money will come if you get to be very, very good and have a good plan and strategies, but do what you love to do because there's one thing about a goal and yet there's another thing about living the journey. And that's really, really important that you live the journey. When we talk about businesses, as many times I've talked about, I'm not interested in helping people just open up businesses because anyone can just open up a business. I'm interested in people opening up successful businesses. So when you talk about all clients, remember, although I was a former Black Chamber of Commerce president, um, 
and an SPDC advisor. I helped all businesses. Uh, Dennis King and I, which you'll hear more about ben Dennis later on in this show, Dennis and I were a part of the Silicon Valley Coalition of Ethnic Chambers. And that was comprised of the Hispanic Chamber, the Vietnamese Chamber, the Filipino Chamber, and the Chinese Chamber, and us, the Black Chamber. All five of us worked together. I mean, it's a wonderful thing. I, I, can, I can say I'm happy to have been a part of that and hope that becomes a, a part of my legacy. I, I love the fact of everyone working together. As a matter of fact, um, I did a lot of work with the Vietnamese community. So when people think of me helping small businesses, I want them to think that I help and love all small businesses. But I know black and minority businesses need some extra help because things need to be culturally relevant. Uh, you know, when you're talking to somebody, if I'm not Vietnamese and I'm talking to them, things get lost in the translation. So, uh, Thinking of this New Year's, uh, you know, I was thinking when when I think of New Year's, I think of bowl games, you know, and I know, you know, uh, bowl games or college bowl games, and there were some really good games this year. Uh, but it makes me think of sports, and I, you know, I, I turn everything into what the business of sports. I know you've seen me have uh, folks on the radio show. I've interviewed Ronnie Lott, uh, Hall of Famer. And we talked about football and the business of players in football. And then I talked to Bill Duffy, good friend of mine, one of the top black sports agents in the world. And we talked about the business of sports, and his was specifically basketball. But when I think about sports, as Bill and I talked about, and if you're ever interested, again, you can go to uh, blackchamber.com and navigate and see our past uh, podcasts, and you can find some of these shows. And it talks about things that, you know, there's professions around the sport. Almost like when the iPhone came out, it wasn't just about the iPhone. All those different uh, accessories, auxiliary things that were created and developed around the iPhone became huge business opportunities. Well, sports create huge business opportunities for lots of other areas. I mean, when you think about managers, coaches, we talked about agents, right? We talked about trainers. I mean, you're talking about refs. I mean, you're talking about people, vendors. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And so uh, the sad thing just happened not too long ago where uh, the Buffalo Bills safety, uh, DeMar Hamlin, you know, he got cardiac arrest and was on the field. And, and it sort of made parents think, wow, am I going to let my kids play this sport? You know, so if you don't want them to play the actual sport, there's things that they can do and still be involved in the sport because many people love sports. I love sports. As a matter of fact, I want to say this now. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. To start this New Year's off, I want to hear from you. The things that you want us to research and share on the show, please, I mean, email me. I said it earlier. If you have something you want me to research, you got a guest you think would be a wonderful guest on the show, you got thoughts that you think, hey, everybody needs to hear this, send me an email, put in the subject heading, radio show, and then send it to Carl Davis Jr. at Comcast.net. 
That's Carl Davis Jr. at Comcast.net and Carl's with a C. I, uh, besides for sports, <laughs> I want to talk about other things that I believe can significantly, let me get that right. Okay, I'm going to wrap up the first half by getting you ready for Mr. Dennis King. Uh, I love Dennis. I, I've worked with him for years there at the Silicon Valley. No, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of Silicon Valley. Very important to get the name right. So I want you to hear what Dennis is talking about. Uh, and I want you to challenge me to start this New Year's off right. Send me things via email so we can have some dynamic shows. And I bring on some dynamic guests and, and take a look at our podcast because we've had some wonder, wonderful, wonder, wonderful people on. All right, let's bring on Mr. Dennis King. Here we go, Dennis. Well, Dennis, I want to ask you, how are you doing first before we dive into the many things that you're doing? How are you doing personally, Dennis? Well, Carl, let me offer a, a polite correction. First of all, thank you for the honor of letting us start off the year together because I really appreciate <laughs> that. Um, you introduce yourself as a former SBDC advisor, which is true, and I've been very honored to work with you. Uh, but I'd certainly like to think of you as a future SBDC advisor, wherever you are. <laughs> well, I like that, Dennis. And just because of that, you know, I'm going to come out of retirement. No, <laughs> no, I, I I love helping small businesses uh, wherever. And you, you know our hearts, Dennis. We'll help people wherever, whatever title we may have. So Your I appreciate empathy that. crosses borders so it's been very it's a very you have a very effective way to connect with people and and i certainly appreciate watching you at work well i love that dennis and i and i i've never admired a man so much as you dennis for all the work you're doing that you continually do and and, and i want our our listening audience to hear some of the things you've done i want you to say a little bit about what you've done and then some of the things you're working on now and then on the second half of the show, we're going to talk about some of the things you're planning in the future. But give us a little, you know, I know 2022 just ended, but I know you had a wonderful year. So give us some highlights of what you did in 2022, Dennis, if you want to. Well, we recognize that under COVID since 2020, February of 2020, uh, it has been devastating for lots and lots of small business entrepreneurs. Um, and it's been very difficult, especially dealing with various mandates to stop their business or to slow it down uh, and as some preventative efforts uh, to to sidetrack uh, the devastation from covid uh, but sometimes those solutions cause problems too and mm -hmm. so that's been very difficult i found it very interesting to listen to the staff of the economic development people from the city of san jose uh, told me a couple of days ago that last year, some 700 small businesses closed in San Jose. Uh, and I, my heart goes out to the entrepreneurs that had to pack up their bags and, and postpone their dreams uh, and close their businesses. But what I found it was interesting is that they said that there was also about 700 new businesses that got started. Mm. It shows something, something interesting about the diversity, but about the ebb and flow of life. Man, I love it, Dennis. The only reason I'm stopping you now, Dennis, can you believe it? We got to pause for a little break. We're halfway through the show already. 
Wow, we're just getting started. <laughs> we'll be right back. Just take a little break. You're listening to California Business Connections. Join the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and watch your business grow. Participate in mixers, webinars, and training workshops to help start, finance, and grow your business. All with the help of the Chamber's certified Small Business Development Center's consultants for free. That's right. Sign up for one-on-one help from a certified Small Business Development Expert Advisor for free. Call 408-288-8806 or visit blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Bay Area residents, we need your help. The coronavirus has affected everyone, and that includes Silicon Valley. Nonprofits that help small businesses like our Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce are in dire need of support. Your support helps us support and assist small businesses with workshop webinars and even one-on-one technical training for free. Please give, whether it's your time, your volunteer expertise, or donations. Go to blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com and see how we help Bay Area communities. Now, back to California Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. Welcome back. I'm Carl Davis Jr. And you're listening to California Business Connections. My guest today is Mr. Dennis King. And Dennis was talking about the wonderful things that the Hispanic Chamber are doing for small businesses here in Silicon Valley. And I I just wanted him to be able to continue because some of the things he's going to talk about are things that we've done to position small businesses in a certain way. But he's also going to talk about things that are happening right now, whether it's grants or loans, you know, any types of capital. But, you know, capital is not the only thing. Dennis and I have been in this for a while. I used to always think that or say that a lot of small businesses people, a lot of small business people, excuse me, think that money is the end all. And in actuality, it's almost like a bucket with holes in it. If money was water and you put water in there, eventually the water is going to come out if you don't really know how to run your business. So being able to properly run your business is very, very important. As a matter of fact, you know, getting capital, you're going to need to know how to run your business and set yourself up to be quote unquote loan ready. And and everybody just doesn't have that ability. And that's why the chambers exist. You can contact the Hispanic chamber, the Vietnamese, Filipino, Chinese chamber, us, the black chamber. You can contact all these different chambers and there's people there to help you. So Dennis, having laid that out, Dennis, <laughs> I wanted you to talk about some of the things that one you've done when you talked about administering grants for small businesses and then what other type of capital help you've done and then some of the stuff you're doing now. So let's look at a couple of thoughts. So one thought is yes, getting access to capital is very important, especially in the in the early stages. But even more important than access to capital, I mean, most businesses at some point in their life needs access to capital. Mm-hmm. But all businesses all the time need access to customers. Right. <laughs> and so where do you, who are these potential customers? How do you identify them? How do you establish a relationship with them? 
How do you get them to be customers? And how do you get them to come back? And mm -hmm. these are very important questions that need to be asked all the time. So we do a lot of training programs, whether they be standalone, one-on-one -on -one webinars or various workshops or multiple uh, uh, training sessions. So last year we had three different training programs, eight weeks each to, to ask and to encourage people to ask that of themselves about, well, tell us who these customers are and tell them why, why should they buy whatever it is that you're selling. And so I think that led to a very important part because that also then relates to capital. It's not enough to get capital. I mean, the sources of capital usually, first of all, want to know how are they going to get it back? Um, most financial institutions, most banks really don't take risks. They mm. want to know what risks are you taking and, and how are they going to be assured that you're going to be able to perform like you want to do? So that leads itself to a lot of one-on-one -on -one advising in addition to these workshops. And that's kind of the core of what we do. Now, since COVID, uh, I have to be thankful and, and certainly we feel blessed to be honored by so many local entities that are stepping forward uh, in terms of trying to do something to support their small businesses. If there's any silver lining for COVID, and I have to really stretch to find something that's positive about COVID, I'd say that it appears that more and more our local government leaders are, are recognizing the value, the importance of small businesses in their community. And mm -hmm. if you think about it in terms of who provides the support, who provides the personal services, who cuts your hair, where do you go for you know those kinds of personal mm -hmm. uh, adult services or child care services, or restaurants. West mm -hmm. restaurants are the watering holes of most communities, either mm -hmm. as an ongoing source of defining your community because they often represent the cultures of the of the people that make it up, and in, and in our area. Over 60% of our small businesses throughout Santa Clara County are owned and operated by immigrants. So mm. we've been an intersection of the world. And the good news is that they bring their values, their culture from all parts of the world that's here. But the part that's awkward is that doesn't mean that they necessarily know the rules of the game here. Mm -hmm. um, and unless they've learned those rules quickly, uh, they could find out that that could be a very expensive education for them. And so that's where we step in to help them be able to kind of get through the myriad of regulations and expectations of the various government agencies in which they have to deal with that allows them to be successful. The, the training Wait. programs has been, has been also an inspiration. Mm -hmm. Since COVID started, we managed the 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 grant programs, small business grant programs for the cities of Sunnyvale, Melpitas, Cupertino, San Jose, the county, and now the state. So in two years, as we wrap up the three grant programs that we're currently working on, mm -hmm. my staff will have written, I will have signed, we will have given out in person over $11 million wow. in this county alone. Wow. Say that again, Dennis. 
Say that again. <laughs> my my staff will have written. I will have signed. We will have handed out in person mm, mm, over eleven million dollars to the local small business owners that are struggling here in Santa Clara County. Wow. Um, now, that... most grant programs I know mm -hmm. are good to send out a check in the mail to people who who qualify for it. Mm -hmm. But we didn't want to do that. We wanted to give them in person. And mm -hmm. even though it's more time consuming, takes more energy to do it, uh, and it's emotionally draining to deal with so many of the sad stories, mm -hmm. it's wonderful to get the happy stories. But it gives us a chance to personalize this process. Because as you pointed out, Carl, this even grants, it's not just the money. Yeah. It's, it's what's your story? Yeah. How did what's your journey to where you are today? How did you get here? Yeah. What what what's next on your journey? And are there things that we can do to help you along your journey? So money certainly helps, but that's only part of it. And so um, for us. There were so many really wonderful, heartwarming stories. And even if the dollars don't make the huge difference, what it is telling people is we care about you. Yes. You're important in our community. We want you to be successful. And we're going to invest whatever resources, but especially our time, to see that you succeed in your journey in serving our community. Um, man, so that's, that's fundamentally what our programs are about. I love that, Dennis. Now, you mentioned a little bit about the state's grants program, and I know you guys are operating and, and sort of administering it here in Silicon Valley. But uh, some of our listeners are around in Sacramento and Northern California, around the Bay Area. How could other people, quote unquote, participate? What, what, what kind of... Uh, you know, wisdom could you give them on how to participate? Well, last year, GoBiz, under the governor's office for the state of California, had issued a $50 million grant program. And this one was for the people that traditionally have been ignored by these programs. They wanted to reach out to the smallest of the small businesses, the people that were selling hot dogs or tamales mm -hmm. or corn from, mm -hmm. from carts. Mm -hmm. uh, food trucks and all that. Well, not even food trucks, even mm -hmm. smaller than that. The smallest <laughs> of the small mm -hmm. help them get at least a $2,500 grant that might help them to be able to buy their carts or to step up on the next level. Um, and so every one of our 58 counties has the right to these, these programs. And mm -hmm. many of our counties have stepped up. And for people outside of Santa Clara County, what I would ask if they want to see if those programs are still open uh, today is to, to check with their their counties, uh, particularly their county exec's office, to find out who's doing the program. There's a reasonable chance that the counties themselves are doing it, uh, but there's also a very good chance that they have subcontracted that out to some other entity uh, to be able to offer and, and serve the smallest of the small businesses through this grant program. Man, Dennis, 
I, I'm so happy, Dennis, that I'm starting the year off right with you. <laughs> you know, um, we're just going to have to get together again, as Den again, Dennis, because I, I love what you're doing. I'm probably going to try to talk to you around June and July and find out what you're doing because you're always doing something that's helping small businesses and helping our community. I want to thank Dennis for being on today. Mr. Dennis King, the Executive Director of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce from Silicon Valley. And as I always say, whether it's education, health, even politics or sports, it's all about business. So stay safe and stay connected. You're listening to California Business Connections. You've been listening to California Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr., brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. For more information about today's show, go to blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email Carl at carldavisjr at comcast.net. That's carldavisjr at comcast.net. Keeping you connected. California Business Connections. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.